Greetings. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. My name is Father John, and I want to welcome you to this podcast, a boost to set your heart on the path of love God and love for one another. We pray a psalm together, hear a scripture passage, and then I will share a brief reflection to lift our spirits and discover perhaps an idea, a thought, that challenges and assists you towards spiritual growth and a strong dynamic conviction to accept and follow Jesus. And now let us lift our hearts in prayer. Psalm 30. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime his goodwill. At nightfall, weeping enters in, but with the dawn rejoicing. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give you thanks. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Our reading today is from Mark's Gospel, chapter 5, verse 21 to 43. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, A large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials, named Jairus, came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. He went off with him and a large crowd followed him and pressed upon him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for 12 years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately, her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who has touched my clothes? But his disciples said to Jesus, You see how the crowd is pressing upon you, and yet you ask, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. 
While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid. Just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. So he went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out. He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talithakum, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walked around at that they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this and said that she should be given something to eat. Today we have the power of touch, not just any touch, but the touch of Jesus, a touch of love, a touch of compassion, a touch of healing, a touch of understanding, a touch that changes lives. It is a touch that we all need in our lives. Today, we meet a high official named Jairus, a woman who is very sick, the daughter of Jairus. And throughout it all, we meet a crowd, a large crowd, gathered around Jesus. The gospel opens with Jairus. He comes forward and says, my daughter is at the point of death. Please come, lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. It takes some guts. Jairus is the leader of the synagogue. He is someone very important. So by association, the daughter is somewhat special. What stands out is that this public official comes to Jesus. He has the courage to move toward him. And then seeing him, he fell at his feet. This is humility. It is a clear recognition Jesus is much more than a physician. He is the Son of God. Jairus asks for help. So this girl now becomes the center of the crowd's attention, and she becomes the focus for Jesus. Jesus begins the journey to visit his daughter. My brothers and sisters, no matter who we are, no matter how important we are, how prominent a position we have, we must have the courage to move from our comfort zone and ask Jesus for help. We must grow 
in humility and we must have the courage to get down on our knees before the Lord of life. Now on the journey, another encounter takes place with a woman. Who is she? She has had a hemorrhage for 12 years. During the time of Jesus, the Jewish people followed the laws of Moses very carefully. The law states that when a woman is in her menstrual cycle, she is unclean. An unclean person must remove herself from the population and live in isolation until she becomes clean again. This woman has been isolated for 12 years. No one had touched her for 12 years. We hear that she had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had, yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She heard about Jesus, but also knew her predicament and probably did not want Jesus to break any laws. So with every ounce of strength, she pushes through the crowd and touches the hem of Jesus' cloak. He stops in the middle of a large crowd. Who has touched my clothes? He sees this woman. He sees the longing, the desperation, and the courage it took for her to do what she did. He stoops down, lifts her up, and says, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. I also want you to notice the vast crowd around Jesus. Many are touching him. But this woman touched Jesus from real pain. Jesus felt that touch. We can all gather around Jesus, but do we really seek him in our lives? Do we really know what he, that he is the one who can truly bring healing and real peace? At times, you, you or I can be this woman. Perhaps we are experiencing humiliation in our lives that we are afraid to tell anyone. We will not even tell Jesus. Have you ever done something that makes you feel unclean, unworthy, or even cut off from your family, friends, the church, and even God? If so, you are that woman who is hemorrhaging. We can learn from her. We have to have the courage to break through the crowds and seek the Lord of life, the Lord of forgiveness, the Lord of mercy, the Lord of love. Jesus is waiting for you and me. And when he feels your touch, he stops and turns to you. He lifts you up and recognizes you as a child of God. Finally, Jesus comes face to face with the daughter of Jairus. A messenger comes, your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? But death does not stop Jesus. He leaves the crowd and takes only Peter, James, and John. He enters the home with the child's mother and father. He touches her. What do we hear? He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. Here we recognize that Jesus not only heals, but gives life, life to the fullest. My friends, in all of these encounters, 
I feel God's purpose is that we might draw closer to him. Everything that happens in our lives is truly a wake-up call. A wake-up call to turn to God above all else. In this world, we are invited to seek encouragement. Do not be afraid. Just have faith. And to realize that Jesus has the power to set us free. Little girl, I say to you, arise. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.